This is This Week Above the Fold, your weekly source of e-commerce news in seven minutes or less covered by leaders in the digital commerce industry. Today is April 19th. I'm Emma Irwin, Senior Editor and Specialist at Flywheel Digital. Today, I'm going to cover new pushes from the FTC, Meta's newest ad offerings, and new generative AI tool launches from Amazon Web Services. For story number one, the FTC is issuing friendly reminders to hundreds of brands to back up product claims. So these reminders have gone out to about 670 brands or advertisers, most of those in the dietary supplement and natural product categories, stating that they are legally required to have a reasonable basis to support product claims. Makes sense. But a few months ago, we saw the FTC pursue legal action against a manufacturer regarding variation abuse to up the ratings and reviews on new products, leading us to dig deeper into this new story and take it pretty seriously. An important note here, though, is that these reminders are not letters stating actual violation of any laws. This is more so the FTC really showing the power that they have, citing a potential more than $50,000 penalty for one violation for advertisers, maybe playing loose with product claims. Well, as a brand, especially in the dietary supplements and natural product category, product claims should be backed up and accurate. The FTC needs to tighten up the rules as to what can and cannot be said and what claims require specific documentation across the marketplaces so that the path forward for advertisers is clearly defined. Guidelines do exist from the FTC across categories, but these guidelines should also flow to marketplaces such as Amazon and Walmart so that there is no confusion whatsoever. In the now, keep this headline in mind and be prepared to back up product claims with the necessary documentation as an advertiser and more generally on your PDPs. For story number two, we have Meta testing new ad offerings in partnerships with retail media networks. Last month, Meta announced two new advertising tools for retailers and e-commerce advertisers called the Manage Partner Ads Lite and Local Inventory Ads. Managed Partner Ads is Meta's solution attempt to breaking out of Apple's walled garden and helping brands run more personalized ads with the help of retail media networks. This could be significant for the bigger networks as the effectiveness here depends on the first-party data available. According to Meta, this offering has so far driven incremental, omni-channel performance for brands. With the gradual death of the cookie, Meta needs to continue to innovate here in order to stay in the game, and this solution has potential for brands advertising on the platform directing customers to relevant retailers. Local inventory ads are meant to focus on omni-channel initiatives by driving not only purchases online, but also moving local inventory in-store, which is a tactic that Google has been using for some time. Overall, brands are looking for effectiveness when it comes to offerings like this. In this article by Modern Retail, Dollar General stated that their MPA, or Managed Partner Ads Test, has made it possible for advertisers to connect with Dollar General customers through meta ad placements, including Facebook and Instagram news feeds, stories, and reels. And there's also a benefit of having access to Dollar General's customer data as a brand advertising here. At the end of the day, stay in the loop here and potentially run some tests as a brand as we push forward into the future of advertising in a post-cookie world. Story number three, AWS, or Amazon Web Services, has announced new tools for building with generative AI. First, let's cover what we actually mean by generative AI, or artificial intelligence. According to Amazon in this written release, generative AI is a type of AI that can create new content and ideas, including conversations, stories, images, videos, and music, things that we usually rely on humans to create. 
Like all artificial intelligence, generative AI is powered by machine learning models, which are very large models that are pre-trained on vast amounts of data and can also commonly be referred to as foundation models. Now, Amazon's launches in this release are really quite technical. So let's talk about what customers, and by customers I mean businesses, not not shoppers, were asking for from Amazon Web Services. This helps us understand these releases a little bit better. Customers wanted to be able to access different models, integrate with them seamlessly, and be confident that the inputs and outputs of the data could be protected as this is valuable intellectual property. So this is what drove Amazon's launch of Amazon Bedrock, which is only one of the products in this release. But this one allows customers to build and scale generative AI-based applications using foundation models, democratizing access for all builders. This will offer the ability to access a range of powerful models for generating text and images through a scalable, reliable, and secure service. So that was a lot of press release words, but what does all of this actually signal? This signals Amazon's push to build self-service AI tools for their customers looking to explore the powers of AI and machine learning, also putting Amazon forward here as a leader in the space. Looking back at Bedrock for generating text and images, there could be a direct connection here for building PDPs or ads with visual elements on the e-com side of things if you are wondering how this all ties back to e-commerce. While we're still in a building stage on this front, this is food for thought for how the process of creating or generating e-commerce content might look in the future. The most interesting story to me out of these three is the one about generative AI because it got me thinking about a future where all copy and content in e-com is built through generative AI. What does this mean for all of the humans who have thus far been creating this visual content and the copywriters like myself at points who research search trends to build the most optimized copy? Will these generated assets need to be reviewed? What's the editing process? How do we take the existing skills of the humans and add value elsewhere? This is all hypothetical, but it can really send your head spinning as someone who has done these kinds of tasks. But at the end of the day, I think the best thing you can do is follow along, stay informed, and just be cognizant of what could come. And that's it for this week's e-commerce news. Tune in next week for three more headlines we think belong above the fold covered by our digital commerce experts. I'm Emma Irwin, Senior Editor and Specialist at Flywheel Digital. See you next time.